Welcome to the Why Music Podcast, where we talk to independent artists about their journeys, the inspirations behind their music, and ultimately why they make music. This next artist is a Bay Area native with a passion for adventure. With multiple instruments in her arsenal, it's clear that she's a contender. Covering all the bases in the indie pop world, you always know to expect something new and different. Welcome, Maxine. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, the first thing that we always like to start with is where did your journey with music all start? All right. So my journey with music started, um, when I was about six or seven years old, my mom put me in piano lessons. And from then on, I've uh, learned piano, self-taught guitar, self-taught ukulele. And I also started singing lessons when I was about seven as well, because I started going into musical theater. Um, musical theater was where I found my passion for also performing my music and just perform music in general. Um, and so I did musical theater for about 15 years and I actually went to college for musical theater and acting. Um, but then I decided I wanted to start singing my own songs and telling my own story um, because I like realized like I'm comfortable being myself and I want to like be that on stage. Um, I also, while I was in middle school and high school, I did choir and another big part of my journey was when I was in seventh grade, um, I arranged Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Uh, for acapella for my choir to sing and that was kind of my um, like arranging and like composition journey as well and now I am at Berkeley College of Music um, studying songwriting and music production um, and recording so the shift from musical theater to just dropping the back half and just sticking to the music part all kind of happened because you started writing it was like a was that a long kind of same like time frame of when you started writing your own music and you're like wait like it's not just oh I want to be my own individual but it's also like I you know I can do this other thing like where was the like songwriting piece of that puzzle yeah. in the timeline of things so I wrote my first song when I was seven years old actually um, and I've always been writing. I write phrases every day. Um, I go to the piano and um, I was never the best at piano, but I would kind of make up my own things. Like if I didn't, couldn't really like read what was on the page and play it perfectly, I would like make that up. So I was kind of composing on the spot, I guess. Um, and then I basically like, I realized musical theater wasn't for me because I was trying to fit into this box of someone else's voice. And I realized that like, I don't want to like use that voice. Like I started to become comfortable with my own voice, I guess, which took a lot um, because I used to hate my voice. And sometimes I do every now and then, uh, but now I'm like more comfortable with it um, because like when I sing my own songs, I can sing them how I want. and like I can go into my head voice or go into my chest voice. And it's not like, oh no, this song has to be sung like um, in your chest voice. It's like, I'm gonna do what I want kind of thing. <laughs> and that felt very freeing. 
the creative freedom is definitely nice and it's really like and you know then you can make the melody as hard or as simple as you want and you don't you really just can do whatever you please within your own vicinity exactly like if you don't like it change it if you like it then do it <laughs> if you can't hit that one note don't hit it yeah 100 <laughs> percent um so with the songwriting and everything what made you decide an artist project is ultimately something I want to pursue um I've always loved being like on stage basically and like kind of I don't want to say it but like kind of the center of attention in my family I like I talk a lot I um I would make movies when I was younger and um, I'd always like be the star and kind of thing. And I, um, I loved Selena Gomez growing up. And I think just being like a pop star was something that I always wanted to be. And so when I auditioned for Berkeley and um, I had the interview and I like could speak about like what I really loved about music and performing, it just like, clicked in my brain I was like I like I want to be an artist like I love being at the forefront being able to share like what I have and I think one of those big moments for me was um when I I sang at my um own no wait I sang um a song at like an orientation for Berkeley and um, I had a bunch of people come up to me afterwards and saying how it inspired them. And like right after they heard my song, they went and wrote a song or they went and talked to this person that they were like scared to talk to. And I was like, if my music and like being like that person on stage for them um, to like watch can impact people that way, like I want to continue doing that. It really and it it proves to be a common theme of like when you get to witness firsthand the impact that what creating music can have on other people like not even just in a like you know everybody has that oh that one artist that it's like this their music is just like you know like it's been one of those like pivotal life moments but like to be on the creative side of that and be like wait a minute I can make something that people will want to interact with and be inspired by like to like that's that's a thing that's happening. It's amazing. Now. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's just like I have to do more of it. Like there now it's like, you know, like sign seal deliver. Like we're doing this thing. Exactly. It sucks you in. And then you just like, you have to keep doing it because you can help people and inspire yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cause it's really is it's at, at the root of everything that anybody and their brother wants to do is it's, it's the human connection thing. And so being able to witness that in a, especially coming from a creative work where it's not like, you know, it's you're checking off these boxes of, you know, what you're supposed to do that'll impact someone's life. It's like, I just came up with this and yeah. now you're listening to it and you felt something. So it's like, wait a minute, like I can come up with things out of like thin air. And then that yeah. just like does a thing. It's so like, cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what do you find most often inspires your songwriting? Um, a lot of my songwriting comes from the relationships that I'm in, where it's a, a friendship, a romantic relationship, or um, a family friend, uh, right? Yeah, relationship, basically. And um, 
I think those inspire me the most because I think the connection that we have with people is what matters the most in life and what is like strongest and it gives me the strongest emotions and I write about um what I feel when I feel and um I think that just having these like really strong emotions inspires me to like want to write because it helps me personally um to understand my emotions to let them out and let them go or um let them go to someone if i want to tell them something um so i think that's really important yeah i mean i think especially in situations where it's like it's not just me that's involved like this isn't just a little me moment this is a like we moment it almost allows you to bring in more perspective because it's like you know you kind of have to then as you're like doing it whether you're writing it directly with the other person's perspective in mind you kind of have to have that in consideration because it's like that shapes the whole conversation it's like you can talk out your own ass all you please but it's like we have to consider the other party here yeah yeah um do you ever like if if you ever venture outside of you know writing in a very like there is someone else involved in this situation kind of way do you find that that writing style is approached differently than it is in the typical relationship fashion if that makes any sense Wait, no, it doesn't make sense. Hold up. <laughs> Go back. So, so rewind real quick. Um, yeah. so if you ever venture outside of writing about a relationship kind of situation, do you find that you approach those kinds of ideas different songs differently okay. than the ones that you write about relationships and whatnot? Like, do you find that like based on what the kind of context is, do you write differently or approach it differently? Oh, okay, got it. Um, I think, no, not really. I think, um, I guess I just mainly just go off of my emotions. I think mm -hmm. that's, well, actually maybe because usually if I'm writing about like a relationship with someone, whatever mm -hmm. it is, it's kind of about a story. Like I'm, I would say I'm a storyteller. And so if it's something not about a relationship, um it might be a little different that makes sense <laughs> no it definitely because it, yeah because like i said it's when you have something else like there is a time frame to it there is an actual like something has to have happened that you know there is a story there other times there yeah probably is but it sometimes is harder to tap into because it's an exactly. internal and thing more than it would be an external thing yeah and when there's a story that's like that's what inspires me and I can just write super easily about that. Mm -hmm. If you had to create a new genre around your style of music, what would you call it? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my style, I'm kind of changing my style right now, I think. Okay. So this, this is kind of interesting. Um, I kind of, I want to be like pop with a jazzy feel um, with some rock in there, but also like um, I'm liking 
so when I was in Europe, I was listening to like a lot of like house and like EDM and trap and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I'm bringing all that in. So honestly, it's just a mismatch of everything. So maybe the Mitch Max. We'll go with that. Okay. That includes my name. We'll okay. Go with that. <laughs> um, what do you think? Like, obviously, the, the taking in the EDM world of things is a definite mm-hmm. shift in a new direction. But yeah. what about the other general genres, if you will? Um, do you think, like, you know, obviously, you can't have all of everything. What kinds of elements of like the jazz and the rock do you want to kind of pull into where you're heading now and even the edm what parts of these different (laughs) genres do you want to piece together into yeah this new sound i have like a very pop voice which comes from my like musical theater training as well so but it has a little bit of that in it and i think because of the musical theater training it's um and being at berkeley there's like a little jazz kind of in there um and then the pop is like I love I love upbeat things like even if I'm talking about something sad or whatever like I want to dance to it like (laughs) I'd rather do that um I love the pop element like I love having um guitars in it like live instruments um so that when I play them live it sounds more like the song and then um EDM I love like the drop and how you can dance to it and I want to be creating that kind of music because I want people to be dancing to my music in the club as well as like if I'm performing like outside at a festival or something um and then rock I have a little bit of rock in my voice sometimes when I uh hit higher notes and those kind of riffs um yeah So really, it's just the moral of the story is all these aspects are coming together just so it's something someone can dance to. Yeah, that's basically dance to and sing to. I want people to be like dancing and singing and being happy when they listen to my songs or in their feels. If it's like if it's like a sad song, like (laughs) I just released a song that like you want to like scream in your car to, and that's great too. Little mix of everything. Yeah. Uh, is there a song that you've written that you think best embodies who you are as an artist? One song, one song only, show somebody, get them to be your next fan. Kind of yeah, basically give song- them a little gateway of, you like this? You'll probably enjoy okay. everything else. The song that I have out right now that embodies me would be Advil in California. Cause we're more pain than it took away I left my 
I think that's because um, it is talking about something kind of sad and something that hurt me, but we turned it around into an upbeat song and I wrote it with my two friends here at Berkeley and produced it with them. And it involves um, the singing, the storytelling, the dance aspect, the guitars, um, really fun to play live too. And yeah, I think that's, that's it. That's the one. That, that one definitely holds the rock element in there for sure. And that too with the guitars. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you had to pick two or three artists that you think your music is like a combination of, who would it be? Um, so because I'm kind of changing genres, um, kind of, I, what I would like to be is like, sort of like Dua Lipa, really big inspiration for me. Um, Tate McRae is also an inspiration and um, not sure. I think those are two of the main ones that I really like listen to right now. And like every time I record a song, I listen to a Dua Lipa song first to like get that tone in my head. And then I'm like, okay, I can do it. I can like embody that kind of. <laughs> so the third spot is just kind of a floater depends on the day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think it changes on like, depending on the song kind of like, what do we want to create? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, I know you touched on the Dua Lipa with the voice and everything, but between like with the two of them, what aspects of each of their styles and music do you want to pull from the most when you say that they're like an inspiration like what do you want to channel from their music yeah um Dua Lipa is very dance music and um but and singable but I think so she has those type of songs but she also has songs that like are just fun and like catchy and like you wouldn't necessarily maybe want to dance to them but you want to listen to them and um, I think her lyrics are super cool. Melodies, so catchy. So um, I think catchy melodies are a big thing for me. And then Tate McRae, um, someone said, like my voice kind of sounded like Tate McRae on like one of uh, my songs. And so then I started looking into her. Uh, she has like some sort of the like EDM-y trappy elements, uh, but uh, her voice is very clear. You can hear every word she's saying and, um, tells a story that is really great no I think I yeah she's a good example of like that like well blended electric elements into pop and yeah. yes Dua Lipa is the modern queen of dance of pop yes. dance music <laughs> uh what is an outside passion of yours that you feel impacts who you are as an artist Oh, um, well, one of my main passions is running. I am a cross country runner and I'm not quite sure if this impacts in the way that other things would, but, um, when I run, I do write a lot of my lyrics and some of those come from people watching, uh, because when you're out running, like you see a lot of people, um, or just like being with my thoughts. Um, that helps me write songs and is like inspiring kind of. 
you forget a lot of those lyrics by the time you're done running or are you like typing oh, no. them on your phone as you you're going literally through? i carry my phone when i run and mm-hmm. you will see me i will just be like sprinting but like typing at the same time and i always like think do people think i'm like crazy like what is she <laughs> doing kind of thing but i'm like i'm writing a song just let me do it <laughs> she just can't put the phone down she's got to take it with her running (laughs) yeah oh that's funny um but I mean you yeah you got to do what you got to do if that's where the ideas are coming you got to be able to have access to them because like it's you know literally even if you're running even if it's like two minutes from your final destination and you're back home it's like I'm gonna forget this in the next 60 seconds oh yeah like you just have and I do a lot of time down yeah it's that's why you just like, you know, you just need that like voice memo thing going 24 seven. Oh yeah. I have a lot of voice memos of me just like saying random things or la la lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a nice little venture back down the voice memos and be like, okay, this was good. Yeah. This other one, not really sure what's going on here. Yeah. But- at, at the time we thought it was a good idea yes I went through the other day and like labeled all labeled all of mine or like deleted them if it was just like don't need that anymore <laughs> yeah I I got into the habit of putting like the chord progressions on mine because I would always forget like oh, the piano because yeah. I don't my ear training isn't that good so I'd put like the piano chords on I'm like it helps a little bit, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, okay, what, where was this going? What's happening here? Yeah. 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 Just sometimes it'll bring inspiration later, but yeah, who knows? But you know, context is always nice to have. It's like, what was going on this random day in February that I needed to do this? Yeah. 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 Or sometimes it could be kind of fun because it's like you wrote it while you were feeling that. And then you come back to it like months later and it's like, I don't know if I'm feeling that anymore, but I can turn it into something else. <laughs> true, true. You definitely, yeah, that's, but then you're just, you know, that's the the vicious cycle is you're going back through the backlog and making things out of that. But then it's like, oh, there's more things being put into the current log. That'll be the backlog for six months from now. Yes, just never yes, ends. yes. The pile yeah, just, it's just, just keeps it's like going. a landfill. It's just kind of growing. Yeah. So uh, what is the ideal listening scenario for someone to consume your music in? Um, I'd say there are two places for that. One would be the car if you want to be um, singing and crying and just feeling all your emotions by yourself or maybe with a friend. Um, and the well, you could also be jamming to my music in the car, like going down Highway 1 in California, cross the beach, on a summer trip like convertible and like singing at the top of your lungs i think that's like one scenario i think another scenario would be like at a party or at a club because some of my music is danceable like that two somewhat different scenarios um are i'm assuming there's certain songs you'd put under each category yeah i feel like all my songs have like that kind of different genres and you kind of want to listen to them in different places which a lot of people would say is maybe not the best idea because you want to have (laughs) like your songs be like going together but i just i like to experiment and i think what connects all my songs is like my voice Mm -hmm. and the storytelling yeah 
do you think that it shows through like a that it is like your writing like your writing style shows through consistently from one track to the other even if they're produced and created into very different ways yeah i would say if you heard like some of my songs you would know that it was me just from like the way that i write and i think that's something that like i don't even notice mm-hmm. but um other people have noticed and told me and i think that's something that's really cool because it's like oh i didn't know i like write like this way but like i there is a connection and i guess i do have like my own style so mm-hmm. it's like you are creating your own style without even knowing it sometimes 100% and that's it's it's hard to recognize that a lot of times because it's hard to separate yourself from it in a way of like mm-hmm. you know you can't like in you know in an attempt to view it as a consumer you just can't you can't look at that and be like analyzing it in any other way than oh I wrote this this way for this reason you know you can't pull yourself out of it and so it's like yeah I don't really know hard. what's different about what I'm doing than anybody else or you know what's consistent across these different things it's hard to analyze your own work in that way yeah yeah um no it and going back to the different genres and styles of things I mean if you think about it there's a like think about the biggest name in music at the moment Taylor Swift has not stayed consistent from day one to day 2000 or whatever she's on um like it's I love that there's variation and the thing is, is it's like the people that are interested in your music for what it is will enjoy it across. It will follow you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's always, it's, it, you know, it's, it's the, the, you know, 50, 50 there. It's like, you know, do I want to just do a lot of a different, a lot of different things or do I want to pigeonhole myself into this one sound? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What is it that you think sets you apart from other independent artists? Um, I would like to say hard work, but so many people put in hard work that it's not that at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let me think on this one. I think maybe um, what does set me apart is that I am like experimenting and Mm -hmm. trying all these genres um and not one song like does sound the same and i think each time like gets closer to what i want it to sound like um and yeah i think that's that's really hard one i might have to come back on that think on it a little more it i mean it's because there is it's such a saturated space at the moment it's hard to be like, oh, this, like, this is what's, I'm, I'm doing this one thing that's different than everybody else, but it's like, we're all kind of doing the same thing. We're all doing it. And yeah. we're, you know, it's just, we have different approaches and everything. It's like the, my combination of X, Y, and Z is going to be the only thing that's different because it's like, you have, you know, a different combination of the same general ideas. So it's just like a slight different thing so it's always a it's always a hard thing to try and separate yourself from yeah surrounding yeah totally I would say I do like try to like connect with like my like fans kind of a lot like on social media Mm -hmm. um and I think that's that's a really fun thing to do and like interact with them 
I mean, that is probably one of the more important, like behind the actual creation process of making the music for people to consume, that might be number two, because it's like, if you can't do anything to foster that now, where do you think it's going to go? Yeah, because they want to hear from you just as much as you want to hear from them. Right. Like you can't expect them to continue to, you know, foster this growth for you and like, you know, be like, oh, like check out this song by so-and-so and and like that kind of thing. If you're not doing anything to give more to them for doing so, you know, like you have to, especially when you're small, it's like you have zero excuse as to why you're not interacting with the people that like your stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like it's all these comments that are just getting lost and everything. It's like, you're not, you're not big enough to have the, you know, nobody like at the independent stage, nobody's that big, you know, Mm -hmm. that's nuts. Definitely. Um, so kudos to you for taking that initiative already. Yeah. Um, going back to, cause we've talked about the experimentation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, if you had to kind of pick from essentially your existing catalog and be like, I want to continue just down this one path or like in the similar area of one of your songs, because they are in different sonic spaces. Which area do you think if you had to pigeonhole yourself, which one are you pigeonholing yourself with? Oh, um, maybe I want to say gasoline, which is, uh, my EDM song. Uh, but also it tells a story and, um, it has like, just like so many different elements to it like it does have the sad part but it also like could be upbeat and happy you can dance to it um so yeah that one you don't have to pigeonhole yourself but like just to for instance i I wouldn't pigeonhole myself (laughs) i would say i'd go that direction and then probably the advil in california direction okay they're very different but Mm -hmm. i love both of them it's a good level of contrast and it you know it, it allows you to kind of have this element of surprise with every new track because it's like is it going to be like this or is it going to be like that like yes. we don't know we're just waiting for what's to come keeping people on their toes love oh it. exactly 100 percent. uh what impact do you want to have with your music and with your artistry um like i was kind of saying earlier like i want to inspire people i want to be there for people um and I just want to, I want to make people happy and spread the good vibes. And it says that on my like Spotify bio, which is kind of embarrassing, but I think it's really important because, um, like my life motto is just like, just be happy and like do what makes you happy kind of thing. Um, so if my music can help that and help people to like be happy or like dancing and singing along that like elicits happy emotions, Um, so that too, but also I've had some people that are like, they're in a sad mood. And then I want to listen to one of my sad songs and just like cry it out, like have their emotions be like validated and everything. So I want to be there for them in that sense too. And then, um, I just want to, I want to share my story and I, I think a lot of people can relate to it. Um, whether they're from any generation, um, so yeah, I just want to share it and good vibes. 
you want to be the vibe catalyst almost yes. like it's like you're having a good time we're gonna make it more of a good time you're not having a good time oh, yeah. we'll allow for that well yes yes <laughs> we'll give you the space for that <laughs> just enhancing the vibes yeah you gotta have both parts of life because like then the the ups are even upper <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it yes it's like you yeah, have to have yeah. the bad days to really view the good days as good it's days good. yeah to you know the good days aren't going to be good days if every day is a good day then they're just regular days right right but yes the ups can be upper as well yes <laughs> <laughs> uh i think that brings us to the last question question which is ultimately oh, okay. why music oh yes why music um music has always been there for me in life. Oh, I'm going to get it emotional now. <laughs> um, I think it's something that I can always come back to. It is my safe space. Um, it is something that I can share with people, whether it's like creating and collaborating with people or um, just like the other days I was playing and singing guitar with my dad. I was playing a duet on the piano with my mom. Um, so it, it brings people together. And also for me, like personally writing music it calms my um brain it is somewhere like when i'm writing i am completely in the moment and i absolutely love that it's like i can be writing for like hours maybe I only get like one verse done or like a couple lyrics but um i can still feel like accomplished doing that because i'm putting my brain to work um and i'm like sparking my creativity and so i just i want to continue doing music forever um not only the writing and that but the performing is gives you give that get that performance high after performing also like everything leading up to it like band rehearsals or just rehearsing i just love um singing and singing with people and yeah i just love music <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way, is there? Yeah, no, music is just a part of me. And I like I think it goes back to kind of where the conversation started. It's like it's just a diff it's in incomparable sort of experience and to be a part of it on the creative side of things is just like you can't even conceive the idea half the time. It's like I I yeah. understand that this is something that I am like capable of doing and it's something that I do, but it's like, how, like, how does this yeah, just like yeah. happen? I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, it just happens. And it's like, wow, I wrote a really like dope song and it's so exciting. And that feeling is just amazing. Yeah. It's like, you, like a couple of lyrics come out of you and you're like, I don't remember those words existing together in my head until they came out of my mouth. So like, yeah, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm not, I'm not going to question it. I'm not mad about it. It's yes, working, just go with it. It's working at itself. So we're just going to let it, let it do the work. Yeah. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of this episode of the Why Music podcast. So check back again next week for another conversation with another independent artist. Thanks for listening.